Welcome to the podcast. Welcome Grounded to Grounded Sounds. Sounds. I'm Jen. And I'm Mabel. And thank you for tuning in today. We have a, I, I say this every like episode, every but we have a really great Just killer episode. lineups for sure. We do. I'm really proud of the people we have in our studio. Um, how's everything going with you, Abel? Everything's good, you know. It's, how's everything with the baby? The baby is coming right along. Mm-hmm. I've brought the darling lady back into the studio with us again today. We have Carrie here. And, uh, and she's just, looking as beautiful and glowy as ever mm-hmm. yeah having a week listen to some tunes uh getting ready for exchange mm-hmm. yeah and um, all the other fun upcoming musical stuff i know we've been talking about all the festivals in oklahoma city and exchange on film row is one of them so that's some of our content today that we're going to cover we have matt stansberry in the studio and judith who will be performing at exchange on film row so we're going to dive right in because we have a lot of questions for our guests and i feel like we're going to probably go over an hour so everybody so hang get on, ready it might I know. be a long one but we have a good <laughs> yeah we have a good good one today so welcome matt Hello, guys. Happy to be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we're, we're so happy to have you. We have so many things we want to ask you about. First of all, Abel was like off his rocker Completely. when I said you were coming in the studio. I'm just the biggest Matt Stansbury fan. Well, the feeling's mutual, and I figured it's you <laughs> it to be interviewing. And you just sit here and talk about how cool Matt Stansbury and the romance and the spy shop and gin are if we wanted to. <laughs> but I do we don't I have do, a three hours to do that. We just build each other up, just feed each other's egos. I do, I do have a yes. cool uh, Matt Stansbury and the romance story. Uh, I'll do real, real quick. Uh, this was two, three years ago when you guys played the arts festival. All right. Uh, Carrie and I were newly dating, right? And uh, we took her down to the arts festival and we were wandering around and, um, you know, I'm just starting to date this darling person over here and i was like oh this is cool this band playing over at the on the water stage let's go check it out so we go sit down and we're like and i'm like who is this guy like he's got like 12 people on stage and he's just <laughs> killing it and somebody's like oh it's like some roman romantic band or something <laughs> and, uh, and i was I like get that a lot <laughs> romantic. Romantic. And i was like yeah this yeah. is romantic and uh <laughs> and i was with the lady and then we she her friend was there too and lauren like completely geeked out and like went home and downloaded all your songs and bought albums and nice. t-shirts and stuff but yeah and we've been we've been really following you guys since and whenever we get a chance I mean you've seen us at shows yeah. every once in a while and mm-hmm. I, to the point that uh, one time you guys were on tour I believe you played uh, Milwaukee mm-hmm. is that like a festival or something up there yeah we did it was called uh, Summer Sounds I yeah was it cool it was awesome because uh, I have a it buddy it was a little outside of Milwaukee but it's it was beautiful and people were nice. I've got a buddy up there that I like never contact. Like it's just one of those guys that you just you're friends, but you just never really talk to him that much. Well, I called him and I was like, Andrew, take the wife, put the, get, get a sitter for the kids, <laughs> take the lady out, and um, you need to see this guy Matt Stansberry in the romance. And he was like, the romance. And I was like, yeah. It's going to get romantic. <laughs> and, and Andrew was like, well, good, because I need all the help I can get. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I haven't talked to see if you went yet, went or not. But um, yeah, whenever I know people that you're playing in their town, I always send people your way. You're like the marriage Sweet. sparker. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe make a music. I know, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have plenty of babies. You have three of them. So I know. You've been successful at that. (laughs) Just the mom music. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We made three babies from it. Get it all exciting and set the tone. Sing it up. (laughs) Well, Matt, you wear many hats. 
and you're good at all of them. So you have nominee design first and foremost is kind of your, I mean, yeah, your company. Brand, yeah, your, I mean, yeah. design based company. Yes. Like a full service boutique design. Yes. Branding agency. And um, you're very good at it. And you've been very good at branding Matt Stansberry and the Romance. And that's one thing I, I really wanted to talk about um, is just branding as an artist. Because I think, you know, we try to, we're artist advocates. Obviously, we, we want to support artists. But we also want to raise awareness of what goes into being an artist. And I think branding's, branding is an important part. I mean, we've, we, you know, we've been interviewing festival coordinators and how people choose artists and you know big a big part of that is what you know what comes across what are you you know what are they looking at um, as far as videos and photos and branding and all that stuff so can you share a little insight on the branding end as an artist and not only an entrepreneur but yeah well, I think the easiest way to sort of start thinking about branding from an artist perspective is to think about some of the most classic well-known okay. artists so if you think of like Elvis you could see a silhouette of Elvis, you know who it is. So he doesn't look generic, like if there's a certain like dance move. You think of Michael Jackson. You could do this even with sports with Michael Jordan, that like that like dunk pose man. or whatever. Yeah. I always think that's the ultimate. If you can obviously there's a lot of things that build up to where you could have a little literally a silhouette of yourself. And I know that's not really the goal. Nobody wants I'm not gonna have silhouettes of the romance, so don't worry. But <laughs> I use that as an example of like how important branding is. All those little those pieces of like how somebody does their hair the kind of music, the style, their mannerisms, all those things when played a certain way become part of the brand. So it's more than just a cool logo or like your album artwork looks nice. There's just a lot of things that, that you know, come into play. And I feel like the very most, I guess most well-known artists kind of of all time have those things that kind of create this brand image and they stick out and they're unique and it's, but it's cohesive too. It's like, I just feel like bands that just kind of look, they don't really have a look. Mm -hmm. They always seem to struggle. And even if they have good music, a lot of times they're like, well, I don't know what it is. We have great music. And it's like people, the thing is, and this is whether we want to admit it or not, is the average person on the street, which is all of us in some capacity too, mm -hmm. we want to stumble into something and know what it is. Yeah. yeah. And yep. be able to like identify with it. And I mean, more, than just, more than just our ears, but like our eyes, our, all of our senses want to be like, I connect with that. You know, I know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, That's why Hollywood always makes the same movies. Totally. Over and over again. I mean, you know, you make remakes and the things that people, because it will sell. Yeah. It has to sell because everyone's like, I remember the Ghostbusters, <laughs> right? That was great. And, there's and, a brand to that. And now there's another one. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It makes complete sense. And it's not so much that you have to only do one thing, but it's like that one thing needs to be a certain thing. And if it's, you're doing something else, just don't try to do everything all at once is the way I look at it. It's like be known sort of as this over here. If you need to get an out, have an outlet for something else, don't just try to throw it all in the same bucket. That's always why I kind of help people that like have a lot of interest because uh, with musicians, half the, I think half the battle is just finding their own sound. Mm, yeah. like it's just kind of like, well, I like this. I like that. I like, like I was listening to Judith Walgo and you guys like have your own sound. You can already tell just within two songs, like they've nailed their style. Like, you could hear a song and be like, oh, that's Judith. Like, so that's the kind of stuff that I think is cool and it's that's, not all over the place, you know? That's mm -hmm. They're all throwing high fives over here. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that, but I was like, it was true. I was like, man, this is very cohesive if you, you know, and I feel like that's, that's already like halfway there. That's like a branded sound. Now it's like, how do you create things around that that are authentic and genuine that just elevate that experience mm -hmm. for other people to really, to find a hook to engage more people into what you're doing? 
And your work is always so like clean, crisp, direct. Like it's it's very easy to just grasp. And I, I like that about your work Thanks. with Nominee and also with the romance. So tell us a b- little bit about branding the romance. I mean, what's gone into that? What has, maybe, you know, what maybe, are some like three top points of your branding for Matt Stansberry and the romance? Maybe kind of explain it a little bit for people that maybe not, might not be familiar with Matt Because I always yeah. try to, I always try to explain you guys whenever I'm introducing you to new people. And I'm like, they're kind of like, kind of like 50s-ish, like some Buddy Holly in there, and like, but with these killer backup singers and their horn section is amazing. And mm-hmm. and I always kind of have a hard time explaining. So how do you explain? I mean, the thing, like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I, I obviously we love being, like, have this, like, tie to, like, older mm-hmm. music, like Motown from yeah, the 60s sure. and original rock, rock and roll from the 50s. We, like, obviously that's where kind of a lot of the roots come from and a lot of things that we sort of riff on. But we are, like, a new band doing new music sure. that doesn't, in essence, actually sound old. There's just no. an old, classic, kind of timeless approach to it that we take. So um, I always want to make sure. I, that's kind of, like, for me, I'm not, like, sensitive about it or anything, but that's, that's always something I always, like, like people to know yeah. is that, like, we're not just, like trying to rip off and be a cover band of you know, like a doo-wop cover band or something no and we don't even really do no, doo-wop music but mm-hmm. so it's um so anyway stylistically it's like there's where we pull inspiration from is a lot of old stuff but we have a ton of new inspiration too so it's kind of like we're in this we're kind of a hybrid yeah so mm-hmm. it's like things that we saw that worked you know 50 or 60 years ago and think is cool we're like oh it's it probably still works in a new. It would still work. Let's just give it a new. A new it'll sound, still do a new flair. Yeah, for sure. You know, some, that's why some of the stuff's coming back is because none of us really lived through it. Mm-hmm. Very you know? true. So it's mm-hmm. like that looks cool. Like let's do some of that again, but yeah. do it with the modern aesthetic. So that's probably the long way to describe us. And if somebody's asked, I'm always just you know we're kind of retro soul or something or throwback. Okay. So like, what's your like when people ask you like directly? You're like, tell me like explain the romance real quick. What what is your like canned response to that? Uh, usually, it depends on where we're from, where oh, we are. Okay. But if we're out of town, I'll just say you know we're a nine piece uh, throwback soul band from Oklahoma City. Cool. Mm-hmm. Even though that's com- more complicated than soul, that's just a good <laughs> umbrella because we do a little blues and a little yeah. funk and. Mm-hmm. Well, and you really you have the business brain behind being an artist, which and and you and I are friends, and I really always. I um, admire you a lot because you have just this whole, I mean, you obviously, you run your own business, you're an entrepreneur, but you're also an artist. And I think, you know, for, for Cellar Door and what we do, it's like we work with artists who are just right there, who are about to just kind of go into that next zone or that next level. And so part of that is the business end of it, of, you know, you're not just playing in your mom's basement and you're not just, you know, so it's, you really have, I think, mastered that as far as your band goes and, and business of your band. So give us a little insight into that of how is your, how is it, you know, how do those mix for you? Uh, It's always art first, like, business second at least with and that's really how most things should be it's kind of like product first mm-hmm. branding second or however you want to look at it so you know with like the romance how it kind of got started is i was just writing songs that i felt like sort of were leading a certain direction mm-hmm. so like, when we made our first record i didn't have a 10-piece band like i went in with four guys and we recorded all the songs and they were like this needs more you know mm-hmm. so we found some girls that were awesome singers just through mutual <laughs> friends just found some girls. You know, there's a guy, LG <laughs> Hamilton who runs the music group studio in Edmond. He like was told me about Shonda and Myra and I was like, you need to talk to them. So, and then 
we needed horns. So I started talking to people at ACM and we recorded and I knew some horn players. And it was just, so everything kind of happened actually based around the art. Mm -hmm. And so I always think that's super important that I see sometimes a mistake is somebody's business savvy. So they come at business first mm -hmm. and it's always a train wreck. Yeah. And I've done mm -hmm. it myself. I've, I know that it's like, it's gotta be art, get the art right first, get the music right. And then it's like, a, like what I was saying earlier, it's like find those hooks to extend expand on that and find ways to or try to find ways to draw people in it's kind of the way i look at it like you know i don't know like little signature things like we wear suits or whatever but that was just an easy way to be like if we everyone wears their own thing we're gonna look like a hodgepodge mess because we have like different age group and backgrounds and ethnicities and we yada 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 it's just gonna look a little bit to us to me it just felt like it's we're gonna look a little chaotic like mm -hmm. where we don't have like a thing so literally that was kind of out of necessity to like get us all looking like we're all sort of on pulling on the same rope mm -hmm. um, in a different band. It would be a different situation, you know? So th just little things like that. It's just sort of like those things kind of happen later and they're there to help put emphasis on the art and not just come out and be like, Oh, I'm write all these business notes down. And it's sort of like, let the business cater to the music. It's kind of been my approach. And I learned that the hard way, honestly, sad sadly too. But mm -hmm. Yeah. We like hearing that wisdom because other people I know can draw from it. And, and you're, this is a band with your brother. So mm -hmm. how is that? I know we got to visit the other night about how it is to be in a band with your sibling and work with your sibling. And how has that been? And yeah, it's incredible because we, when I first started playing music and like really taking it serious in middle school, mm -hmm. me and him actually had our, I had my first band with my brother. Mm -hmm. So he was the bass player and singer and I was like the lead guitar player and just like, kind of did our cool. thing and so we're kind of come full circle like he moved around so he lived in Colorado and Montana and then LA mm -hmm. and he was moving all around and so then he moved back and we started he started playing some music when I was still doing just my solo stuff mm -hmm. and then when this came along I was like and you should do this new project that I'm working on mm -hmm. you know and so it's been it's been a huge blessing because it's kind of like getting back to our roots and we've gotten a lot closer um so it's just been, yeah, it's been pretty special. And he's kind of a right-hand guy. I mean, he's my older brother, mm -hmm. but he, so he kind of keeps me in line and helps out a lot, you know? Yeah, absolutely. He comes by and picks up honey for you on a regular basis. I can, I know that. It's <laughs> 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 a nice brother right there. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys just released an EP, your mm -hmm. latest EP. And, um, my husband and I went to the, the, CD release and it was fantastic. We were just talking about how wonderful it was. Nice. But I, you know, you share a little bit for the listeners. Share about that night and the release and the story behind where you recorded. And it's you got to tell that story. Okay, it's a yeah, one. it's a little it's a little windy, but I'll kind of try to keep it keep it short. So how the whole thing kind of got started is we we went to play a show at a it was like it's Hard Rock Cafe in Memphis last fall. And so we were gonna go on a, we were gonna go eat barbecue, like, I think the next day before we got out of town. Rendezvous. We've been to Rendezvous, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> joint. But we went, I think it was, was it Central or something? I forgot the name. Is it the one there on the corner of Beale, across from Baby King's? It was, it was right by the Martin Luther King Memorial. Okay, area. yeah, yeah, I, know I don't remember. Uh, we were gonna go there to eat, uh, they have, what is it, their banana pudding that I yeah. just love. So anyway, so we were, we were gonna go, eat but then uh the trombone player john fletcher was like hey let's go to sun studio and just get a picture outside and we're like cool love that idea yeah. super easy drive by get a picture and then go eat and it's just kind of like getting late lunchtime so we're like pretty hungry <laughs> so we show up and then it's open so we start kind of meandering around and the there's just 
there's just basically like a cafe and there's like some tour area and the studio, right? So we just go in to get, go in there to buy like some shirts and leave. And we're, we're checking out and I'm actually already kind of, I think maybe standing outside and Adam Ray, who's played saxophone in the group, he was talking to the cashier, whoever works there in the lobby cafe. And they're like, who are you guys? And he's like, hey, we're a band. And they're like, oh, cool. They're like, you wanna, if you give us a CD, you can get a free tour. Oh, and nice. we're like, I don't know, we're pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of like deliberated for a few seconds yeah. about it. Like, I don't know if we wanna do that or not. But we're like, well, we're here and that sounds cool. So I actually gave them both the records. I was like, I'll grab two, went to the van, mm-hmm. grabbed two records. And I was really hoping that I didn't have to dig through the trailer to get stuff and I remembered somewhere in the van. So I grabbed the CDs, gave it to the guy and they were like, cool, it just started, go ahead catch up with the group or whatever. So we go through the tour, which is actually really pretty awesome. Like there's a stuff I didn't know about. Sun Studio has this crazy history and they're talking about like the first kind of distortion that they'd put on mm-hmm. amps and by basically it was a mistake. Like the speaker was blowing out. So they were like, no, well, that's cool. That's cool. Keep doing that. Like, so they keep st- turning up. Yeah. So Delhi's little cool, like recording tricks. They were talking, they showed like Elvis's first recording that he had done there and different things. And yeah, and I didn't know that Elvis like had actually been there several times and it never really clicked yeah. until like his fourth or fifth time, which was cool. So just neat little things. So anyway, we finish out in the main room, the main studio, which is fairly small, but everybody's kind of just taking pictures with this mic. They call it the Elvis mic, but it wasn't one that Elvis actually sang on. It was just like that era of microphone, you know? So everybody does the picture, I'm me included, it's super cheesy. And then this guy, his name's Plez Hampton. He runs in and he's like, cause he's kind of like a real up, up, temp, up pace guy. So he's like, he actually kind of almost kind of like bolted and he's like, hey, we're the last ones in there. So we're in a group of like 30, but we're the last ones getting our picture. So almost everybody left. It was just like, almost just like the 10 of us. And so he's like, are you guys the band? And we're like, I mean. We're a band. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> the response. He's like, uh, we're, yeah, we're a band. He was like, yeah, the one we're listening to. And I was like, like we just gave you You're guys. listening to it right now. I was like, yeah, we just gave you a CD like 10 minutes ago. Like, he was like, yeah, we like undid it, put it in the record thing. And I was like, I really, I love what I was hearing. That's, that stuff's awesome. He's like, come with me. And he, they took us back to the control room, which was like not part of the tour, mm-hmm. which is kind of off limits. And so we thought that was pretty awesome. And these two straggler guys, that weren't part of the band walked in with us, but we were in this like, so like, oh, this is so cool moment. We didn't want to like ruin it. So these guys were standing front and center, like (laughs) we're like half circled around these two strangers. (laughs) These two random guys in this small little control room. And they're just like, like everything this guy's saying, he's like talking, you know, Plez is talking about like the console and, how they're trying to make every, you know, they're redoing some stuff to make sure it's extra authentic and talking about recording there, yada, yada, yada. And these guys are like, they're, they're part of the band, you know, they're just like, yeah, <laughs> which is so funny the whole time. So we never say anything. These guys are getting half the attention, which is pretty hilarious. And uh, anyway, so he starts saying, plus was like, man, I love what I heard. I want to record you guys here. And we're like, okay. And then he's like, we want you guys to do a PBS sun session. I'm going to talk to those guys and have you guys come out, you know, blah, blah. So let's do that. And I was like, and then we're like, oh yeah. Like, cool. (laughs) So then we're like leaving and he's like, so seriously, you guys want to do this? And we're like, yeah. Like, Now you're offering to come out here and record and stuff. Like, well, let's figure it out. So anyway, you know, thought it may be like a joke or whatever, but like we got home and like the guy that runs the PBS sun session stuff was like already, you know, 
commenting on Twitter and messaging cool. me and stuff. And so the next week we started putting plans together to go there to take a night to record our some new stuff and to record for the sun session for PBS, which is kind of fun. So anyway, we ended up going out there in March and we just took two nights. So they the way that it works is like you only record in the evenings because they do tours during the day. Okay. So it's like you get there like at five o'clock and like the last people kind of are leaving and you're loading in old school style off the street right to the front and just set Man. up in the room. So we recorded all of us live wow. in the room. They have a little bit of baffling and stuff, but it's just like you just play. But like, it's like still the room. Like it's, it's the room. It's like mm-hmm. Carl so you're there with like and, Carl Park and Johnny yeah. Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, all oh, those guys, man. Elvis. Mm-hmm. Where I, they I, all got their start. I rode up to Sun Records on a motorcycle and it was closed and took a picture out front and thought that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, that's that's unbelievable. That's what that's I thought so we were cool. going to be doing. Yeah. Then had barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get the barbecue? We did. Good. <laughs> it just ended up being like a two or three o'clock lunch instead of. I think worth it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally go worth, worth it. it, yeah. it is, yeah. I go worth it as well. So anyway, but you've so, already did that. You did this in March. March, and then we just released. So we just released the three songs that we recorded there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like. And the photos were incredible, which Nathan Puppy came along and did photos. So at your release, I love, you guys had a screen behind you, behind the band, and you you did all the photos and just did, I mean, just information almost. I mean, you really, like, you had kind of information on your time Yeah, we just wanted to kind of educate people because as weird as it sounds, like, most people probably have heard of Sun Studio, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't so much that we wanted to be like, hey, we're cool like those old guys because it's like, we're not and we never will be. I mean, those, you're talking about like Johnny Cash and Elvis and that level of musicians. It was just more like, that's pretty cool that we got to, we felt pretty, uh, like it's kind of historic for us yep. and nostalgic and we just really, uh, wanted people to know how like proud we were to be able just to be associated mm-hmm. remotely with that room. Oh, mm-hmm. to be in the same oh, sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so, we, so we'd use that as an opportunity to sort of tell people like, Here's kind of about the studio, and here's some famous songs that were recorded there. It's the birthplace of rock and roll. Like, just kind of some things that just kind of like we actually, some of that stuff we already knew, some of it we learned as well. And so it's just one of those things to just kind of celebrate the moment. We were like, this is pretty cool. Oh, I loved like, it. Like, we feel super blessed and lucky to have had that experience. Mm-hmm. I thought it just, yeah, I thought it was perfect. It came across wonderfully. And I recently saw a million dollar quartet within the last year. And so that's about the night, mm-hmm. you know, at Sun yeah. Studios with Johnny Cash and Jerry Lee Lewis and yeah. Elvis. And, you know, so it, it really, it was exciting to see that for you guys. And Yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, we, um, I kind of wanted to talk you, this is a great week to have you because we have Exchange on Film Row and we have Heard on Heard coming up. So, which you are involved with both. Um, So do you want to kind of tell your role in these festivals? And you obviously have nominee, but you also have another project. Yeah, so um, through nominee, I've just met a lot of, made a lot of good relationships with different clients that have music related Mm -hmm. needs and things like that. So me being a musician and them kind of knowing that or finding that out, finding that out through being a client or whatever, they will ask for advice or help or whatever. And, and I never really had an outlet to really, really help. Mm-hmm. It was always just sort of like, well, I can give advice, but I can't really do any heavy lifting or any of that kind of stuff. So, um, reached out to my buddy, Graham Colton, who had kind of at the same time had some of the same thing. I was talking to him about it and he was like, I'm coming in the same boat. I have different people that I want to help, but I just don't really know what to do and where to send them. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really carved out a way to, to do it myself. And so we had this conversation. So we started a company called V3 Alliance. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of, that's mostly what we've been doing is helping with like street festivals and 
Goodwill's festival, uh, Peace, Love, and Goodwill, and things like that. So mm -hmm. it's just been a good outlet. So because um, it really didn't make sense for me to be like with nominee trying to do it'd be like an identity crisis. And again, it goes yeah. back to that whole branding thing of like- Doing one thing and doing it really well. It's like, yeah, we do branding, we don't do music, yeah. mm -hmm. event planning and stuff True. and booking bands. So we created a separate entity just to like have an, a way to be able to feel like we can help these these groups because Citizens Bank does Heard on Heard, mm -hmm. the Film District does Exchange on Film Row, Goodwill does Peace, Love and Goodwill. And it just felt appropriate to be able to help in some capacity. So, and we do different things for different events. So. Um, sometimes it's just helping kind of book bands. Sometimes it's more logistical and where things go with exchange. It's kind of like soup to nuts. It's kind of like a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. which has been really and, fun. And, mm -hmm. and you're a part of that team with us. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of exciting uh, to talk about it because really um, I haven't yet. Um, so for some of the artists who are here today and artists that know, um, V3 Alliance really is my front seat job. Like I work with you and Graham on that and Cellar Doors actually takes back seat to V3. Um, so it's more my passion project, but also a support company to V3, yep. um, which is, it just mar has married really well. And we've really enjoyed, um, you know, Cellar Door will do flyer distribution and um, sound engineering for things that V3 works on. So it's been really fun to kind of, you know, be involved and really um, it's it's been cool because really you and I met really a couple years ago at Peace, Love and Goodwill, mm -hmm. worked together, had conversations about collaborating on whatever different projects yeah. and then kind of circled back around to each other last November. And it was the same with Graham because I was working with Graham on some different projects this past year and again, circled back into V3 in November. Yeah. So it's been, I mean, I can't say enough about you guys. I, I absolutely adore working with both of you guys. Um, you both are great business people, but also amazing artists and creative souls and so and really you guys are both people who always really um are very focused who are always striving to do the right thing for your clients and for yourselves and for your team and it's just been a, a great experience so i've been excited to have you on to kind of um you know brag on you a little bit well, thanks i feel like you just summarized the whole interview i'm just like Mic drop. <laughs> well i mean it's just it's no i appreciate you that's really sweet they're great they're a great project so um yeah, so we have, again, Exchange coming up Friday and Heard on Heard yep. coming up on Saturday. Do you want to give us a little insight to what to expect on maybe both of these festivals? So, Yeah, I mean, to some extent, they, you know, there's some core ingredients to every, to every event. Um, with Heard on Heard, you know, it's ever-growing, and mm -hmm. it's, it's been the perfect thing for downtown Edmond. It, it was totally needed, and Citizens Bank was able to sort of fill that void. But there's, you know, there's the food truck piece that's always really big. Um, we've actually recently sort of upgraded the size and scale of the stage and the music piece. So from a production element, that's kind of gotten bigger. Um, there's always new additions to Herd on Herd in terms of a lot of times it's just expanding it. So more shops, more kids activities. Um, last event, they featured like Pokemon Go. They had like a stop there and just some cool stuff. So they're always really in, in tune with what kind of what's the latest and greatest kind of trend and they include that into their event mm -hmm. um with exchange um it has kind of a different feel which is kind of kind of interesting so urban farmhouse has been a big partner with that but i mean there's there's quite a bit of sponsors with um exchange as well whereas heard on her citizens bank solely is the entity that puts that on whereas the film district you know they have uh the fred jones family foundation and crm and rough tail 
um, Dunlap Cotting, mm-hmm. obviously a huge one there. And so they have all these people that come together. And so it, and because of that, it actually has a little bit of an eclectic kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, with Urban Farmhouse coming on, there's a lot of just really kind of handmade artisan kind of feel to the whole event, which is really cool. There's a lot of stuff that's like made out of wood mm-hmm. and just real earthy and that kind of stuff. So I, I dig that about that event. It, yeah. And they, know. gosh, they are like amazing. That, yeah. You know, they They've just knock everything out and, and really it's, you know, because we have, um, you know, Jen over at the plant shop does an amazing job with her feel and vibe. Oh, yeah. And so it's been really cool being able to bounce off each other with that and, you know, yeah, kind of what, what she's going to do in the, in her parking lot. And then what we kind of carry out into the street, it's just, you know, it, I feel like urban farmhouse has been a perfect fit with, you know, kind of what yeah. she's created as well. And like that just organic home feel. I mean, it's just yeah. awesome, but well, still the, hip. Like it's, totally. It's and the other thing I'd like to point out, is just like, there's a dedicated kids area mm-hmm. that is pretty awesome. And it'll be really good, extra good this month with the animals coming and that kind of thing. We have extreme animals. We have a baby oh. kangaroo coming, which I'm about to lose my mind <laughs> over. <Yeah. laughs> now everybody's yes. going to come because you said is, baby kangaroo. I know, right? That's the key word. Like, <laughs> Where are you getting extreme animals from? I mean, yeah, just, we got them. Like, we got just, them. Just they're coming. Got some? Yep. Okay. They're, they're going to they're gonna be there. All right. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like a boss. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the beer garden area where Judith will be playing on this mm-hmm. time, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a real neat area to get away if you kind of like for, I don't know, couples and singles and adults and stuff. So there's a good mix of family stuff and stuff for kind of everybody. And it's, they're kind of, there's some separation. There's also some communal areas too. So that's kind of what I like about that event. It's kind of like you can find your space regardless of why you're coming or who you're coming with. Mm-hmm. You can find a little bit of your, your, your place, which I don't feel like it's super common at every event, mm-hmm. um, but it's been pretty thoughtful with exchange. I remember last time we went to exchange, we hung out over at the plant shop for a while and then kind of mm-hmm. bounced out and got some food and it, it wasn't kind of a neat kind of made kind of forced you to kind of explore yeah. the whole thing to yep. kind of well what's going on you know, up the street over there mm-hmm. really neat feel because yeah. there's food trucks and then vendors and then the kids area and beer garden area and the plant shop area I mean there's just there are there's all these yeah. little nooks they have like the DJ and mm-hmm. stuff over in plant shop which is cool it's just yep it's just different like I feel like it may be the most eclectic event that I feel like mm-hmm. I've been to that's that's monthly. That's mm-hmm. not a one-off event. So I, I dig it. And the question area, I mean, we have, you oh, know, yeah. Urban Farmhouse has basically put this living room setting in the middle of Lee and Sheridan, just at the intersection. And it's so cool. Like, they bring out the couch and the bistro lighting. And we've yeah. had, you know, table questions for people to just sit there and drink a beer and engage. And, you know, we're, we're looking forward to a question wheel coming out. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it's the whole idea is to exchange right yeah. i mean that's when well, a couple yeah. came and got engaged right there at yes. that spot, which is cool mm-hmm. yep yep that was i mean awesome. because they have like the charming kind of lighting and stuff it just i thought that was that's kind of a testament to the event yeah too you know yep absolutely like creating creating that's all that's like worth doing the whole season just to have sure. that mm-hmm. yep there's great businesses down there and it's a cool it's a cool spot i yeah. mean really film rose just expanding and coming up and yeah so, um, well, we are excited to have Judith. Where I let me touch real quick on Herd on Herd. We do have husbands um, playing at six p.m. this Saturday at Herd on Herd. We have Jared Deck 
playing 7.15, and then we have Elms playing at 8.30. So we have a great lineup for Herd on Herd. So we have a full weekend because then Friday you come to Film Row and you hear Stephen Salewan and Judith. And so we're thrilled to have Judith today in the studio. Thank you. You Thanks. Girls, Thanks. you go ahead and introduce yourselves. You're here. Let <laughs> listeners know who you are. Okay, I'm Kinsey Charles. Mm-hmm. I'm Lynn Neal. And I'm Morgan Ward. And I am in love with your band. Like, <laughs> I have been in love with Judith since I've seen them. We really actually, one of the first times I saw you guys was at the plant shop for, it was premiere <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And you guys had that place packed. Um, that in the atmosphere in there is amazing anyway. You know, she has this... You, I don't even like it. It's like a kit, the Airstream trailer, trailer, you know, yeah. and then the uh, light, the Beaster lights. It was just the most. That's where Judith was born, actually. Oh, so, really? You were born yeah. in a plant mm-hmm. shop. Yeah. Yeah. What a story. Jen, Jen actually brought us together. We were all three um, just really good friends that all did music uh, individually in very different styles um, and backgrounds. And we were just standing at the plant shop, and Jen came up and said, hey, why don't you guys form a super group and then you can perform here? And we're like, okay, because that's probably really easy. And this was at, this was at Premiere on Film Row, by the way. Like, yeah. This was at, yeah. and she's like, I think uh, the next the next one in October? Yeah, yeah it was like three no months away. Way. And so we booked it and we'd never even practiced together. Yeah. So we had our first show there and then we had our, um, we called it our bandiversary show there. And that was the night I think we met you. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it was great. I mean, like we we love that place. We love Jen and Chad, and um, they've always been really supportive, uh, not just to us, but just to like the arts and music community in Oklahoma City. Um, so we feel very um, at home mm-hmm. on Film Row, and, and they just opened their coffee shop too. Yes. So it's, that's exciting. Yes. That I can't wait to go and just hang out, and drink some coffee, and yeah, that's a big deal for them. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Actually, um, I haven't gotten to try their little their hand tarts yet. Oh, they're they're delicious. Oh, I'm excited. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Wonderful. So yeah, so you guys really that's we're excited to have you come back and perform an exchange. And so you guys, I mean, you guys are spot on. I know you classically trained you and Lynn, mm-hmm. Morgan and Lynn, yeah. and then Kinsey. You were just so organic and just. Uh, non classically trained. No, but, well, and, and you know, we, I, my sister and I are the same way. We're not classically trained, mm-hmm. but it's like there's just this amazing, like you, you have it. I mean, you have this gift that is just comes out in such an amazing form. And thank you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we, um, yeah, our first practice went really badly. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, we, I don't, we don't recommend booking a show before. No, like to see what you're getting into. Songs, yeah, and but actually for us it worked out because if um, if we hadn't booked that show, we would be like, well, we should obviously never play music together. <laughs> but we had to make it work, and we had one song that we re- like just really felt like what we wanted to do. Like it just felt right, and it was it was kind of easy for us. And so we kind of talked through like. The other things, I think we were all trying to do everything all at once. Like, because it was like, we're all co-vice presidents and we all want to do all of the things all at the same time instead of like coming in and enhancing and um, backing off when we need to back off and coming in when we need to come in. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at that song and just kind of analyzed it like as a group. And that song. Mm -hmm. And we were like, let's just let's just do that on the other stuff. Like, here's why it works. And so it's interesting, you know, that Matt brought up the the cohesive feel because that's something that um, we talked about like on that 
well, not the first practice. The first practice, we all left like in a huff, but <laughs> after yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we talked about that because like you hear like little clips of stuff on like KOSU or something and you know who it is even before there's, um, you know, any lyrics. You just know like, oh, that's uh, a horse thief song or that's Samantha Crane or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just know because that's them mm-hmm. and we wanted to be a them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, which you guys are definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great. It's a great sound. I, I love the harmonies and, and the with the violin. Did you always? Um, was it just a, f- a function of your classical training, your instruments, or were those chosen based on what you wanted to do with the group? Um, <laughs> I, they make me play violin. Yeah, but, yeah that's <laughs> true. Well, here's the thing. Like, so um, you know, Morgan's written songs and I'd written songs and. Um, we tried out a few different things and, and we have a mixture of stuff that we've written together as a band. Um, but we started with like, I guess the bones of like maybe a song that Morgan's written or a song that I've written and then kind of put on the muscles and the skin and the hair with all the stuff to make it like a real song, like, and, um, make it better than what it was by itself. And so, uh, Lynn and Morgan both were trained in like orchestra, right? right? We actually met because we were yeah. in orchestra together. Yeah. Uh, so when we started this whole thing, violin's my main yes. thing. Okay. She's awesome. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I feel unworthy to play. Oh, shush. <laughs> but Mor- I, I knew that Morgan was crazy talented on violin, and she was like, I don't want to play. Oh, don't make me play the violin. But. I'm really glad that she, I kind of broke her down yes. <laughs> and made her do it because I really think it adds something really yeah. special to the sound. It yeah. does. I'll just let you do all the complicated things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we all sing, like, and and Lynn has this beautiful, pure, like, uh, like true choir voice. And Lynn also um, teaches elementary music, which yeah. is amazing. Oh, cool! Nice. My mother taught elementary yeah. music oh, awesome. for forty so, years or wow. something. She's got, awesome. she's got that kind of tech, technical stuff down. And Morgan too, like. Um, they'll ask me like, "What key is this in?" And I have no idea. I'm like, "I don't this know." I, I you know, know that, I don't. I know that um, <laughs> or they'll ask me what time, like, is it a waltz or a four four? I'm like, "It's a this," it's and a, I just play song. it. <laughs> I can never count in the songs because I do it wrong. But, um, but yeah, and Morgan has a really great ear. Like, she can hear harmonies that no one else can hear, and so almost all the harmonies that we do. Um, even like if Morgan's singing lead and I'm singing harmony, I've probably asked Morgan to pick out the harmony for me because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't hear it. But um, so, yeah, and I just uh, I grew up dabbling in a little bit of choir. But my dad was, is a singer songwriter in Norman, mm-hmm. uh, David Henson, and he plays in a band called Heartbreak Rodeo mm-hmm. down there. And I just grew up listening to his old tapes of him um, and just didn't really have any um lessons or anything like that um but started writing early and hopefully getting better yeah as i've yeah. gotten older <laughs> you're, you're a lyricist to the core you're good at it Thank yeah you. well you guys work well together and that's you know i've seen you perform several times live and so and i've heard you guys kind of talk about that dynamic of you know your backgrounds and how you mm-hmm. have come together and you guys i mean really seeing you even in the studio it's like you guys are flawless i mean your harmonies are so good your timing's great i mean just Every every part of you guys that come together, it's just it's it's really impressive. So um, we're excited to 
we're excited. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> one Happy. quick thing about, about the songwriting process, since you guys are uh, violinists, mm -hmm. do you write the songs on violin first? Or is it more of like a writing on, like a lot of people write on piano? Yeah. Or write oh, on I guitar? write on violin. You do? Yeah, that's, okay. that's like my first language. I yeah. used to write on piano. I, I grew up playing the piano, and then since we don't incorporate piano, I kind of have <laughs> made myself learn to play guitar, probably in the same way mm -hmm. you have. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. I write on guitar now. And cool. mostly Kinsey does a lot of that because she's grown up playing the guitar, and so she'll kind of come up with something, and then we're like, yeah, okay, let's run with that. And yeah, so as far as like separate parts, um, like if we have the bones of a song down, like, and I'll bring it to them and say, hey, this is what I'm working on. Um, and then we'll all kind of pitch in like, okay, what if we left some space here and Lynn could do a violin thing here. And then Morgan, Morgan, we joke about like, she complains cause she has to carry stuff, um, <laughs> but it's because she's good at everything. So I was like, if you were only good at one thing like me, you'd only have to carry one thing. But no, you have to carry your guitar and your violin and percussion See, and I'm just, I'm like mediocre at all. <laughs> well, you, you all work very, very well together and uh, it sounds fantastic. And I think it's really, really cool how you all bring a little bit of something different together and it makes a really cool cohesive unit mm -hmm. yeah i mean mainly it's just awesome having a band with your best friends yep. like sure. that's what we, i was gonna say you guys were best friends before the band yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i mean that that could have gone really poorly yeah. but it's worked out really well for us it's it's a great excuse you know we're all we're all adults with families and um careers that aren't this and um it's honestly one of my favorite i look forward to band practice because yeah. it just feels like getting to hang out with yeah. my friends, but we're also, you know, practicing. So yeah. <laughs> it's a nice excuse to have. So. Well, and can, talking about talking about families, you guys are going to perform um, a song called "Same Boat," and this is a song, Kenzie, you performed live at Oklahoma, Living Oklahoma, recently on Mother's for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And so, tell us a little bit about that song, because I get I tear up every time I hear okay. that song. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll make um, other people tear up as well, okay. not the film of the story. Yeah, um, so I was living in Moore, and um, I think my daughter was, I think around the age of two or three. She was, uh, she was probably around three, and she was in Moore at home with her dad, and um, I was in Bethany at work, and it was uh, the day that the big F5 came through Moore, um, and uh, passed, you know, it looked when I was watching it on the news and texting with her dad and like in a patient's room at work, like looking at this big tornado just coming down on what looked like on top of our house. And mm -hmm. he's just texting saying like, we're in the bathtub. She's got a helmet on. I wrote our number on her arm. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. thinking of really scary stuff because they had warned us, but we didn't have a shelter. And um, there was just nothing I could do except just like, watch this horrific thing happen. Mm -hmm. And um, anyways, when it passed, it had missed our house by like a mile. Mm -hmm. And it didn't miss a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching um, footage of the elementary schools and just saying like, where are those babies? Why are there no babies coming out? Like, mm -hmm. where are all the kids? And um, and so like we we ended up coming through, like we hadn't lost anyone that we knew and we hadn't really lost any... Um, material things but mm -hmm. um, I was like emotionally 
scarred just because it was the first experience I had of like, I cannot always take care of her. Mm -hmm. Um, And there will be times when I just cannot take care of her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I guess the the song Same Boat was kind of me processing that and um, thinking about like, Man, if if there's if she's not safe, then I don't want to be safe with her, mm-hmm. or you know any of those things. Like I want to be going through all the same things with her, whether it's good or bad. And um, finally, just as a mother, kind of coming to the conclusion of like, I at some point I've got to just say like, I trust that she can hopefully um, get through back to me at some point. And Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, we would just live in fear like every day. Yeah, screaming um, a parent. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's that's what that song is about. And um, uh, yes, it is a it can be a tearjerker. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's it's beautiful. And then you're also going to perform "I Will Love" and tell us about that song. Is that okay? So uh, yeah, that was one. Um, uh, I had written the bones of it again um, over the summer. My my sister. Uh, her name's Kristen Grace and she um, is a writer and she's written like children's books and short stories and poems and uh, she had written this poem called I Will Love and um, basically it was was very similar to what I wrote out lyrically um, changing some things adding some things Um, we do that a lot she and I kind of inspire each other's art uh, by like her listening to my songs and then writing a story from it or vice versa. And that's been really a cool thing. Um, but anyway, so I, I kind of stole it from her mm-hmm. um, with her permission. And I try to always give her credit when we perform it. But um, so brought it to the girls and said, you know, like, here's a song. And it just felt really like a Judith song. And um, it just was one of those that clicked really easy yeah. for us. And um, I think... We like to really practice and be really <laughs> confident before we play, but that one, I think we had a show coming up and we were like, let's do this one. Yeah. Like, we like this one. We, like, we, we put it together on a Monday and played it on a Wednesday or something like that. Like, it was, yeah, and it that's was not what we do. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and that one we actually have on our Bandcamp site. Uh, we recorded with Dustin Ragland. Um, Dustin's wonderful. Yes, he's amazing. And so uh, we have three songs up on our Bandcamp site and hoping to have more soon. Yes, we cannot wait for more because <laughs> I keep wanting to listen to you guys on, you know, at home and I'm like, oh, we need, I need more songs from you guys. <laughs> well, you have quite a bit coming up. Obviously, you're going to be at Exchange Film Row this weekend, this Friday, mm-hmm. um, from 8 o'clock to about 9.15, 9.30. And then um, you guys have Saints coming up August 22nd at 10 p.m. And then you will be playing Westfest at 6.30. So, yes. yeah, you guys mm-hmm. have some good shows coming up. Yeah, busy month for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's how can we f- find you guys? Tell, give us um, social media handles, and where can people go? Um, we're on most everything. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah <thank> YouTube. <laughs> nice. And our handle is at We Are Judith for most of those things. It's kind of hard. I've heard it's hard to find us on Facebook, um, but if you do facebook.com backslash... Something. We are Judith. <laughs> we are Judith. They okay. us that way, yeah. Nice. Cool. And Matt, we're, how can we find you? Obviously, you guys released a new EP. We want to mm-hmm. make sure people can plug into you and 
your podcast. Just Google my name. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stansberry. Well, Matt especially with, like, Everything you just probably has my know name how to like get Google. I mean, you know, that's an art. To you know, I don't actually mess with you. Don't? I don't mess okay. with that. But <laughs> there's not a lot of people with my name and then. It's true. And the have, romance. They don't have their just own website. Google the romance. <laughs> and Matt's photo. See, the romance would be harder to probably Google. But yeah, if you Google my name, yeah, you've got everything. So Matt yeah. Stansberry and the romance. Great. Yep. And then um, EP wise, like where is it on iTunes or how? It's on iTunes, selling it at shows. Mm-hmm. You put um, it on vinyl? Not yet. We're going to do it. We're trying to put it on a seven inch. I've got, I've got two of your vinyls already. <laughs> so I'm gonna need the EP. I'm gonna need the seven inch. Yeah. I feel like we should. Top people should be yet. wearing a Matt Stansberry t-shirt right now. I'm feeling the love. I know, right? Um, what do you have coming up? Tell us about. Um, our next, we're going to go to St. Louis and Chicago in a couple of weeks. Nice. That's our next kind of run. Mm-hmm. Then we'll be back in San Antonio, I think, after that. Cool. That should be good. Well. So yeah, we've been doing. We we love playing in town. Um, we just did our CD release in town mm-hmm. and then we play Hurt on Hurt in October. Mm-hmm. So we have some local stuff coming up too, but yeah, that's right. We've been traveling a lot too. Yep. You guys will be headlining Hurt on Hurt in October and we're excited about that with, um, St- actually Stephen Salwan will be playing and, yeah. um, Horseshoe Road. And then we also have, um, uh, Shane Henry that'll be yep. playing as well. So we have an awesome line- lineup for October. That'll be a good one. That'll be the last Herd on Herd. And then the last um, exchange will be next month. So we're kind of wrapping up all these festivals. And So we are going to have Judith up next with Same Boat and I Will Love. And thank you guys so much for being in the studio. Yeah, thank you we're so just much. thrilled to be able to interview you. Um, everybody can plug into us. Um, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Grounded Sounds. And then we're on Facebook. Um, grounded sounds okay so um, we'll, we'll we'll post photos and content of today's session on our cellardoormusicgroup.com uh, website and then of course on our Facebook and social media so anyway we're looking forward to hearing you guys and thank you again yeah, and thanks for you. coming in and thanks yeah. for listening hey we are Judith and this song we're about to do is called Same Boat